You're listening to another episode of Heatwave Radio's Classic Movies Live, the pre-recorded show where we talk about uh, the same movie sometimes. And today we are going to be talking about the... Um, I think this is the first time we've talked about a sequel to a movie we've also talked about on the show, because a little over two years ago, we talked about the movie Sonic the Hedgehog, and today we are going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, we started getting really good with spoiler warnings. There is one in here, I think. If there isn't, then there actually aren't any spoilers in this sh- in this uh, episode. Um, I'm honestly not sure what you could really spoil, but this movie is... Um, this. Th- there's a lot that goes on in this movie. It's a pretty short episode, but um, it's pretty fun. So with that, this movie is kind of a big meme anyway, so how about... Uh, how about a little bit of Kid Cudi? Kid Cudi's actually been in a couple of movies this year. We will talk about those eventually, I'm sure. But for right now, let's uh, let's hear a little bit of a Kid Cudi song from Sonic 2. The feeling's running deep. Ain't no dump asleep. A second to unwind. Head up in the sky. I follow to the my heart's demanding friends and laughing hear me dancing in the flow yes i feel it's my time watch me glow living in the dream lights in the zone yeah this world is all mine come see what you'll find right going forward i'm out i'm rolling to the stars in the sky babe Welcome back to another episode of Heatwave Radio's Classic Movies Live, the pre-recorded show where we talk about movies that just came out. Uh, today's movie is, I, I think, I could be wrong. Um, I'd really have to go back and check like our entire uh, catalog of episodes, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time we're talking about a sequel to a movie uh, that we already talked about on the show. So, like, not like an episode where we're doing both Trolls and Trolls 2, or an episode where we talked about all the Twilight movies or anything like that. This is one where, when the first movie came out, we had an episode on it, and now the second movie's out, and we've also got an episode on this one. Uh, It's Sonic. We're talking about Sonic. Yes, Sonic is the legacy of this show, I think. It's it's what we'll be remembered for. We We were the only ones to review all, I'm guessing, three Sonic movies. Uh, I mean, there's going to be at least three. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this franchise has legs. Like when when they tried to reboot, obviously it was a different company, but when they tried to like reboot the Power Rangers, that was a franchise that I thought had a lot of potential, but also it just like didn't take off. Sonic took way like Sonic popped off. That's gonna it's it's gonna be around for a bit. 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, so many studios are trying to make their own cinematic universes. I wonder if they'll attempt anything with Sonic. I think that might be... In... Well, you know what would be cool? I think what would be really cool is a Super Smash Bros. cinematic universe. Oh, my God. That'd be I, actually that's... crazy. Because we have the Mario Bros. movie coming up, too. Yeah. So I'm just I saying. Know, like, like... I That's an idea that... I never want to think about too hard because it's one of those that like, if it's done really well, sure. That could be sick in every other case. It would be awful. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I, um, I don't know. Like ever since I remember watch, have you ever played super smash bros? Paul? Yeah. 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 I loved, I actually loved the story mode in that. Um, I doubt, highly doubt you could really translate that into a movie, but, mm-hmm. um, I think, like, I don't know. I, I, I see potential. I was I, really sad in, like, the later games when they didn't have a story mode. Because that one time they did it, it was, like, it was flawed. I guess it wasn't perfect, but it was really, really good. Yeah, it was really fun. And it got me surprisingly invested. At least mm-hmm. this might be the nostalgia lens. Uh, but either way, I liked it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe that's something down the road. I don't know. I don't know how much Sonic 2's made so far, actually. Let me check. Because I know Sonic um, 1 was kind of well. caught at a weird time because mm-hmm. of COVID. So, like, some of its legs were cut off. Um, but Sonic 2. So is... far, it has made at least three okay. times its budget at the box yeah, office. That's pretty good. So, so it's, it's making, like, a modest. Yeah. I, I doubt they could really split this off into to more, I guess, subdivisions of Sonic, if that makes sense. Well, um, I mean, like. Yeah. They are definitely planning it out as a proper franchise. Like, there's going to be a third movie. There is a tie-in TV series currently, like, oh, really? in production. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's actually um, really surprising. Is it is animated this... or what? I'm not sure. It's it's based around Knuckles. And, like, okay. I don't know. It's probably going to be the same style as this. But, like, you know, if there's more... If they just introduce more animated characters, it might be majority animated. Mm-hmm. but like it would be the quote-unquote live action that we have at least oh okay that's that's interesting anyway um, like there's definitely like a lot here and it it seems to be pretty successful so like yeah how, how successful was the first one in comparison is what i'm trying to say um it made about the same i'm pretty sure okay and this um, one is still in theaters. Like it's it's sort it's of like dropping te- off. Technically in making money. Yeah. Um, Sonic. So yeah, definitely potentially. Well, we'll see what what the third one does. Uh, I mean, this is I'm pretty sure Jim Carrey's potential last Sonic movie, at least for a while. We'll I see. I mean, it's also like the only franchise he's currently actively involved in. And I think like this and the last Sonic movie are the only movies he's been in for a while. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously I know what you're referring to very famously. Well, maybe very famously. I hope famously. Most people that have heard that are listening to this will probably know. Jim Carrey recently said that he was considering retiring from acting, but on that, and like, we can talk about that in just a second. Mm-hmm. I would think that if Sonic three is good enough like if there's going to be any movie that's good enough for jim carrey to like sign on that jim carrey is going to be asked to do 
it would probably be Sonic 3. Like, yeah, I can see it continuing anyway. That's fair. I think it would be nice to have him back. But I guess the way, I'm no spoilers, but the way they left it, it's like, he could, he could, he, he, that could be the the last movie for him, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they left it pretty open, which is nice, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, you want to talk about Sonic 2? Sure, yeah. What's uh, this movie about, Pierre? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Sonic 2 is... Um, damn, it's actually been a while since I've seen this. But Sonic 2 is, uh, you know, a follow-up to Sonic 1. We mm-hmm. find, uh, I guess the biggest thing is that Dr. Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey, finds his way back uh, with the help of Knuckles, who is the newest, I guess, well, I guess Tails was teased in the first movie. Yes, and then right at the we, end. So we, but we didn't see Knuckles. So then we see Knuckles help Dr. Robotnik come back to the to Earth. Um, and basically, they are once again hunting. Well, no, this time they're hunting for the the Green Emerald, the Master Emerald, the Master Emerald, which is I'm pretty sure it's an object from the games or something. But this is a it's supposed to give the person supreme power of like the un, like a universal power, basically. Um, yeah. Well, once you're done summarizing, I can provide any context you want from the games. Okay. Like, cool. I yeah. Know it, a lot about the games. I mean, it was cool how they like. They made it seem like, like they made it tie into the movie, and it didn't feel forced that it was just like an object from the game. But it was really obvious it was just an object from the game that you were meant to get mm-hmm. at the end of each level. But, um, anyways, yeah. So, uh, Doctor Robotnik and Knuckles are both in search of this object, um, while Sonic and Tails are also kind of doing the same thing. And meanwhile, they're just kind of fighting each other they're on their way like- to getting it. Yeah, they're basic Sonic and Tails, it seems kind of like they're more involved. They're they're more interested in stopping Robotnik and Knuckles, but yeah. in order to do that, they got to get there first. Yeah. So it's kind of a it's another kind of MacGuffin story. Yeah. Just getting to the finish line. Um and yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, I guess there's, like there's there's a I guess there's kind of a Home Alone subplot at like the start. Right. Yeah, actually that's that's maybe the weirdest part about these movies is because the first one takes place with like the first movie is a weird one to continue because in the first movie like Sonic comes to Earth and then becomes like basically gets adopted by James Marsden and that's where we continue in this one is he's basically the baby of the family. And James Marsden leaves to go to Hawaii for a bit to, like, go to a wedding. So Sonic is home alone as a kid alone and in a house. And it's, like, it's weird because, like, it actually works okay in the movie. But it's, like, you've got this sort of very tonally different plot setup where, you know, you've got basically basically home alone, like you said. But that's mixed with a globetrotting adventure, and it doesn't seem like those two should work, but they work they work well enough, actually. Like, it doesn't end up seeming like it clashes too much. Although, I guess the bad parts of the movie are where it becomes, like, really tonally weird. Yeah. I, um... I, I guess the... 
I guess this one definitely wasn't as focused as the first one, I would say. Um, um, and yeah. I kind of missed parts of... Because I, I was surprised, like, I, I, I thought they were, almost wrote James Marsden out completely, and they would just have him as the guy that's, like, checking in on Sonic once in a while. Um, but I guess he, he did have a little... He did. He, he came in more at the end, and I think I think that was better because I think the so, Sonic. I like. I love Sonic, but I think he does need kind of a straight man mm-hmm. to even him out. And in this case, he was Sonic. Kind of became the straight man in this movie, and it didn't work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What did you think of? Okay, the biggest problem I had with the movie was actually Jim Carrey. Um, really, I thought his performance was. I mean. I thought his role was a lot less good compared to the first one. I loved him in the first one. And then in this one, I wasn't really feeling it. I'm not going to lie. I'd, I'd probably have to rewatch the first one to like compare them, but <clears throat> I love Jim Carrey in oh, this that's movie. Fair. I mean, I just I love know. Jim Carrey in these movies. He's sort of wild and wacky, which is basically what Jim Carrey is known for. And I think that like it works in these movies because that's kind of the tone they're going for. I, I think it was just mostly like, in the first one, it felt like they wrote the role and then Jim Carrey came in and he just made it way better. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, it was like they wrote the role for him. They wrote That's the role as a Jim Carrey true. role. And yeah. it didn't, it just felt way too hard. Like it felt like it was trying too hard, if that makes sense. Like it, it should have been more like let Jim Carrey make the role his again rather than, oh, we have Jim yeah. Carrey, we're going to make him do a lot of. We're gonna make him do wackier things. I'm uh, I'm trying to like think. I'm reaching back in my memory to grab to like think of the first one again. And in yeah, in the first one, I don't know. I don't know if they had someone in mind. Maybe they even had Jim Carrey in mind when they cast Doctor Robotnik or when they were writing the role. But like in that movie, he's he's written as being arrogant, and then with with Jim Carrey, it comes off as like comically arrogant. And in this mm. movie, he's written as being Ace Ventura. Goofy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's just goofy the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess is part of the character. Like he's supposed to be more insane, but I guess it just felt like, um, yeah, like in the first one, he was much more competent and I think uh, it, but insane. Whereas this one, it was just he was insane. And they, yeah. I think it kind of, and en- I think it ended up working in this movie specifically because I think this movie, um is in general tonally more insane than the first one like Mm. the the lore of the sonic the hedgehog universe is so wild and stupid Mm. anyway and like this movie to me felt like okay now that we've introduced you to who sonic is with a weird buddy cop thing in in the first movie now we're gonna get into the crazy stuff and they just like kept introducing weirder and weirder and stupider things in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And because the whole pace of it was more wa- wacky, I think that like Jim Carrey's Robotnik worked fine. Because yeah, okay, that's, that's, the whole, that's everything in this movie. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, they really go kind of like there's a lot more locations in this movie. It's almost, it's almost like it feels like more of a global adventure rather than and the first one was a pretty straightforward like I think they never I think they never leave like the same state I want to say like they're always in California um, right the whole time No I think they well I think they move through states because they go to California but I'm pretty sure they start at like the Oregon border 
like on the mm. other side of Oregon or something. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a lot wackier, which I I did I did appreciate that. Like they embraced it a lot more, mm-hmm. which was nice. I loved the addition of Knuckles. I thought I mean okay, I liked him more when okay is it I don't know if this is a spoiler, but like he he's not always evil if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I liked him more as a side character rather than a villain. Um, yeah, I thought he worked better, but uh, I think he does kind of work. He works as an antihero in this because he's basically Sonic, but like if Sonic was strong, if, if Sonic was strong and dumb instead mm-hmm. of fast and witty. not smart, but a little like, but like witty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought him like I thought the the chemistry between like him sonic and tails was like really nice once they like start mm-hmm. talking um there's a scene at the at the basically at the end of the movie that's really cute between them and i was like i wish i saw more of that mm-hmm. uh, but also him between him and him and jim carrey like had some had some fun too i thought there was some interesting stuff there yeah uh, I think, knuckles uh... is knuckles is kind of like I'd, I'd say he's just very similar to drax from guardians it was a very similar type of humor um, mm-hmm. But I thought it worked really well uh, in this context. And um, Knuckles in this is played by Idris Elba, which when I first heard that, I was like, all right, but that's weird. A British guy playing Knuckles? But like, first off, his accent in this is perfect. And like, he nailed it. Idris Elba Idris Elba is already just naturally charismatic, charismatic. And I don't know if I've seen him do voice acting before, but like, not every actor can make the jump to voice acting, but Idris Elba nailed it. Like, yeah, I was really, really good. I was really surprised, and I didn't really feel like it was him ever, you know, because I, I don't, yeah, like I never he his voice like it's a deep voice, but it never to me it never really sounded like Idris Elba. If if you know that it's Idris Elba and you're listening for it, you hear it. But other yeah. than that, like it doesn't sound like any other Idris Elba character, or it's you don't hear Idris Elba, you hear Knuckles, which is cool. Yeah, so that was like actually like really surprising how well he did there. Um, I don't know who voiced Tails. Um, uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, who is the only person they brought in from the games. Oh, okay, cool. I which thought, is really I thought... cool because Tails is such an iconic voice in the games. Like it's one of the few, it's one of the few voices they just never change. Oh, so it's like the Shaggy, a little bit, yeah, <laughs> of the Sonic universe. Yeah, no, yeah, I thought I thought they were great. Um, and also Ben Schwartz. Um, I actually did not know it was this guy until I looked it up after the movie. This time, I, I didn't know it was him before, but yeah, he he also really sinks into. The, the sonic role it's mm-hmm. it, it feels like its own character completely which is really cool yeah um so like i just wanted to say like some of the stuff i was talking about um in the fir- i really like how sonic uh just in general has like really embraced the meme because like the games are more often than not not that good but they've got a fan but they've got a huge fan base that just like memes on sonic the like all day (laughs) and the the sonic twitter has fully embraced that Mm. and then in the first sonic movie they like literally had sonic memes in the movie um 
and then in this one, like, I like when I when I was talking about how crazy this gets in the games. There's a uh, there's a military organization called Guardian Units of Nations. Oh yeah, Gun, yeah. which like clearly just invented because they're like we want Sonic to be to we want we want Sonic to not just be hunted by Eggman. We want him to be hunted by the government, and so they just make like a a stupid military organization. Mm. With the with the name Gun, just gun. because they need something <laughs> That's subtle, yeah. yeah. And they literally introduce Gun in this, and then like later on, they imply, uh, like later on, they imply like aliens, and they introduce very subtly that Doctor Robotnik had like, uh, had a grandpa who was doing some crazy shit, and uh, yeah, they they just go balls to the wall with the Sonic lore here. Like it'll get crazier, and they are they're they're ready to dive in. Yeah, that that gun stuff felt very out of nowhere. Um, yeah, it was kind of funny the way they they did it too. I don't like this. They they I guess the the whole there's this there's this wedding sequence where, um, basically, oh I don't know what to say. Can we just talk spoilers? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. It's okay. spoilers. It's been now. a while since it came out. Um, that scene where uh the husband turns out to be a gun agent was like it was actually really like it was really it was really funny with how stupid it was because i don't i just feel bad for that the the what is it the sister-in-law to james marston because her like like the whole how long was he under like the scene where she's like he was under was the was the masseuse undercover too (laughs) and the, the general guy's like yeah like, yeah, so it's like technically this all is supposed to have happened since the last movie. Like mm. Sonic Sonic arrives on Earth and the government doesn't like that. So they set up a, a like a special military unit just to apprehend Sonic and Eggman if he ever gets back. And that's called Gun. And their master plan is to organize a Hawaiian wedding. So they start by like having one of their agents go deep undercover and start in a, and start a relationship with James Marsden's sister-in-law. And like they just fully commit to that bit, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Cuz like the implications of that is like it's really depressing and fucked up, you know, like Oh yeah, absolutely. Basically manipulated her into a relationship for like a year and uh just to get close to her brother-in-law <laughs> it's like, and it's like such a stupid plan even though like it kind of works like technically well, like because like also there it's not even just to get close to her brother-in-law it's so that they can specifically like have the wedding happening when sonic comes in <laughs> because something bad has happened yeah. they don't even know what's gonna happen it's like it all their entire plan hinges on something they cannot possibly predict, yeah. which is like, I mean, which is like a common complaint. I, I guess that's a common complaint of like plot holes, but like, no, it's just hilarious. Here it's like, because they, they, they own up to it. They really know. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That, that was, that was really funny. Um, and it was like a really weird, like, I, I don't know if I liked it in terms, cause it was just like such a weird, uh, dive, diverging, plot from the movie like mm-hmm. like they're doing the the master emerald thing and then all of a sudden there's like this 20 minute wedding sequence wedding action sequence or something um the wedding part is definitely like 
tonally very strange. Yeah, it, it felt like it became a almost like a like like an adult comedy, like a PG rated adult comedy, if that makes sense. Not even gonna lie, it straight up reminded me of Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Yeah, like something like that, right? So it it was that was an interesting sequence, but I mean, like it's also very memorable. I'm not gonna lie. I think the biggest mm-hmm. I I got really bored personally after. Um, I mean, I feel like Sonic fans would love this part, but for me, once Robotnik gets the Master Emerald, um, it became really boring. And I think the like the last sequence was the CGI fest of random stuff going on that I didn't really feel any investment in. I'm sorry. I think there's a protest happening outside. Oh. Someone else didn't like Sonic either, apparently. <laughs> Stop talking about Sonic 2. Stop the cast. Yeah, I definitely... like This This movie is two hours long, and um, for most of it, it's like pretty fast paced and really and really entertaining like it's just a it's just a good kids movie and then like you said when when robotnik gets the master emerald it everything after that could have been shrunk down a lot honestly i think that like the plot should have just ended with robotnik getting foiled and not getting the master emerald Mm -hmm. because everything after the master after he gets the master emerald is like it's not bad it's just a lot slower. Yeah, it, it like at least like they could have made it like a much shorter sequence. I get that. Like yeah. again, I think they wanted to because they wanted to do the whole Sonic goes Super Saiyan thing or whatever, which like is a, a thing in the well, games or something like that. I and think, also, the show, like, I don't know. And and kind of important too is we don't get like Sonic teaming up with both Tails and Knuckles until Robotnik is the enemy for all three of them. So, like, that's kind of important to have that sequence at the end, too. But that sequence is, like, half an hour long. And yeah. it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Um, and it definitely dragged, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also really sad. I, I thought the, the assistant from the first movie was a really fun character. And I thought, because I thought him and Jim Carrey had amazing chemistry. Um, and he had a much smaller role in this movie. We see him he a couple a... times, but he's just, like, really cringy, too. Like, he's not... They also really... They basically make him like hyper obsessed with just Jim Carrey's character or Dr. Robotnik. Like he becomes a super fan rather than like an actually competent kind of side character, if that makes sense. Both. Um, so like in both movies, Jim Carrey's Robotnik is a little bit like Mr. Burns and his assistant is like Smithers. And like, both in a good and a bad way. In the first movie, they have a they have a really good dynamic because like they're both characters and they just have good chemistry with each other. In the second movie, they like turn them into caricatures of themselves, where the set where like instead of instead of Mister Burns and Smithers both being their own characters, now Smithers is a, is like just a Mister Burns super fan. Yeah. It's like literally The Simpsons. The whole time. Like, he's just yeah. obsessed with him and he doesn't actually do anything. Like, in that last I mean, scene, like, why was he in the robot? He didn't do anything. It was just weird. Yeah, they, he, he gets put in a robot and then, like, he doesn't know what he's doing. So Jim Carrey takes over. And it's like, what's the point? Like, what if you don't point? need your assistant, then don't have your assistant. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I kind of missed that about the first movie, too. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, I don't really know what else to say like it's a 
pretty straightforward movie. I like James yeah. Marsden. He's a really solid. I never thought I'd like him in like, like he he's weird. He he feels he's he feels like he's playing it as like such a stereotypical like early two thousands protagonist. If that makes sense for like one of these CGI movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it it works. Like I don't know why, but he, I he's a likable guy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I think that in terms of a video game movie, the Sonic movies really work. And I'm trying to think of like why. I mean, ultimately the answer is that they're just decent movies. And um, but like I'm trying to think like what makes Sonic work and doesn't and makes Assassin's Creed not work. And I think like if anything, it's just that Sonic really. Um, Sonic just really knows what it is as a movie. Like, these are just solid kids' movies that mm-hmm. are, that, like, are as cohesive, coherent as they need to be. They, they like, like, this movie, a lot of stuff in this movie doesn't make sense, but also in a way where you can just be like, nah, don't worry about it. Um, where, yeah. like, you know, a lot of other video game movies have been they they try too much to adapt a story from the game or they try to completely ignore the that and they just don't actually know what kind of movie they're trying to be and like the sonic movies are just good kids movies like yeah. i would not only is this one where i'd say like i would bring my 5 year old to this i would probably actively encourage other people to bring their 5 year olds to this yeah it's like a it's a fun way to spend like an hour and a half 2 hours yeah i don't know and there's a scene where Tails and uh, Sonic have to dance, and it's pretty fun. That actually, I don't know if I like that sequence. It was weird. I, I didn't love their dance. I liked the other people they were dancing <laughs> against. Oh god! Um, and I was like, well, I mean, I'm glad that you guys won, but you didn't, you didn't win in my hearts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. There's a couple parts, I think, where they just... I think they own they own the corniness too much or the weirdness too much. And yeah. It was a little, like, hey, kids, type shit. Um, but, like, also with these movies, I mean, they know exactly what they're going for, and I think they understand their actual target audience really well. Because their mm-hmm. target audience is, like, kids and longtime Sonic fans. Yeah. My, my dad would hate this movie, but that's fine. This movie isn't made for him. Yeah, unfortunately. You yeah, I mean, guy. I guess. <laughs> I'll find a movie for him soon. I'm, I'm sure. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, what would you, what would you rate this movie? Okay. I actually think, think this is like a strong six. Like, it's, it's not like a perfect movie or high art or anything, but it doesn't have to be. It's just really fun, and mm-hmm. it knows exactly what it is, and it is very good for what it is. I mm-hmm. am actually excited to see the rest of this series Mm. i'd say for me maybe like like a five maybe a four and a half um enjoyable there's some there's some fun moments it's just it just felt too long there's uh, uh yeah i guess just one more thing and i think that i can kind of guess this answer just from what you've said before comparing it to the first one did you like the first one more or this one more and if that's a nuanced answer, you can give a nuanced answer. I, I think the first one was just better as a, a like, it was more stable, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think the second one had higher highs, uh, but definitely had lower lows, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'd say, like, 
as a whole, like, I think I'd, I'd rather watch Sonic 2 again, if that makes sense, if I had to, mm-hmm. but, like, I think Sonic 1's a better movie, like, a more solid movie. I don't yeah. know how to say it, yeah. It's, it, I kind of compare it to, like, The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think The Amazing Spider-Man 1 is just a technically a better movie, but I think I would rather watch Amazing Spider-Man 2 just because there's, like, more fun shit. Yeah. Even though it's it's a bad movie. Um, so, yeah. I think I can agree to that. Because, like, um, I don't know, this one's just more, like, having Tails and Knuckles join was just really fun to see, like, more of these characters come in. And I'm really excited to see... I'm actually excited to see Shadow. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I would be, but... I don't know why. I don't know anything about Sonic, but for some reason, I've always thought Shadow's really cool. Like, Shadow... I mean... In Sonic, I'm pretty sure the characters are designed first, and then they come up with why they exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. Because uh, especially with Shadow, like it, Shadow, the his reason for existing is so weird. Like the whole, like that came that came out of like the whole. Oh, it turns out Doctor Robotnik had a grandfather who also studied these creatures, and he made his own creature, and it's being activated right now for some reason. It's See, like, that like, that like, vaguely ends up making sense in the games mm-hmm. because in the games, like, Sonic is never on a different planet. So, like, if someone wants to clone hedgehogs or make something to fight against a hedgehog or whatever, it makes sense because Sonic is from this planet. We can assume that other hedgehogs look like this on this planet. But here yeah. it's like, why does Shadow exist? Why is Shadow a hedgehog, especially if he's, like, decades old or something? Yeah. It was. I mean, I don't really care. Like, I'd I'd rather them no. give like really bad, really quick, poor exposition than a really detailed explanation. Because oh mean, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Well, like, no, that's what just... I was saying earlier. Is because like this movie has so much dumb stuff that that like doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But also, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. That sums up this movie pretty well. Yeah, uh, I, I would just say as well, like the last thing I would add on to um, what you said about one versus two is I think going forward as a series, Sonic the Hedgehog three, four, five, whatever, could all be roughly the same or similar to Sonic the Hedgehog two. I don't think the full I don't think the series can support more than one Sonic the Hedgehog one, like that tone of a movie. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I, okay, I like the tone. I, I just wish the tone of two had a more, I like the tone of two. I just wish it had a more simple structure, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like the, the, like we said, like the, the plot of two was just like, I felt like was like all over the place. Um, and mm-hmm. there wasn't really any like real character development. Um, but yeah. Anyways. So, uh. Pierre, how do you feel about the fact that we have talked about every movie that Jeff Fowler has directed in his entire career now? That's crazy. I was I, I was looking at that. I can't believe this guy went. It he was basically just an animator for for random stuff, and then all of a sudden he gets a movie. Like that's pretty impressive. I don't know if he's like got connections or something or what, but. Uh, uh, to be given a blockbuster he, for his basically first movie is pretty cool. I think he does have connections. I don't know exactly what kind of connections, but I'm seeing here that he worked as a in production on the video game Shadow the Hedgehog. 
Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling he has some connections within Sega or that he's done more within Sega than he's maybe credited for here. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense then. They they chose like an in-house director. Yeah. Basically. That's what it sounds like to me. But mm. I uh, I don't know. And if Jeff Fowler is listening to this, we would love to have you on the podcast. Yes, please, Jeff Fowler. That would be confusing. <laughs> I would I would love that having Two multiple Jeffs. Jeffs. If would... we do get Jeff Fowler on the podcast, we need to find another director named Pierre so that we can have <laughs> Jeff yeah. and Pierre on the same podcast <laughs> twice. That'd be amazing. Uh, what's the next movie, Jeff? What are we looking uh, at? Next up, we're gonna watch The Northman, um, which uh, I saw already, but I think I'm gonna watch it again. Um, very cool and uh yeah we're gonna watch it as soon as you've seen it Mm -hmm. that Uh, is gonna be that's gonna be our second robert eggers movie and oh yeah i'm excited for that almost we'll have talked about every robert eggers movie then there's like what's the other one we we didn't talk about the witch oh we should talk about i don't know if i'd watch it again but we should talk about that movie i was just thinking like there's a couple of uh there's a couple of directors where they don't have that many movies Mm -hmm. so we have actually talked about almost all of their movies we Mm -hmm. just go back and do that let's talk about swiss army man let's talk about the witch let's talk about the death of dick long that'd be cool yeah directors small director series Mm -hmm. yeah We've got all sorts of ideas for this summer. Very cool. I don't cool. know how many of them will actually happen, but I hope some of them. Mm. Uh, Jeff, what's the last word? Uh, shadow. <laughs>